0: Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, passion for excellence. This is Auto Line Daily for Monday, September 27, 2010. I'm Rod Maloney, business editor at WDIB Channel 4 News in Detroit. John McElroy's in Europe this week, covering the Paris Motor Show and more. So, here's what's going on in the world of cars. It's no secret that Saab is working on a modern version of the 9.2. Company CEO Victor Mueller admitted that when he was on Autoline Detroit a few months back. What's uncertain is which architecture the car is going to be built on. It's been rumored that the Swedish automaker is in talks with BMW about sharing its mini platform. Adding some credibility to this industry gossip, Bloomberg reports that the two companies have hammered out a deal that would give Saab access to BMW engines. According to the article, the company would initially purchase engines for use in its re. Redes- Designed 9-3, which is scheduled to launch in late 2012. As you'd expect, neither company is talking about the agreement right now. In order to boost its stake in Chrysler, Fiat is considering a Ferrari IPO in order to raise the cash necessary. According to Reuters, Fiat has the option to push its stake to Chrysler up to 51%, which could happen next year or in 2012. Fiat currently has a 20% stake. Listing Ferrari is one option being considered. However, a Fiat spokesperson denied the rumors. Fiat owns 85% of Ferrari, which is worth $3.1 billion. Remember Cerberus? Yeah, they learned the hard way that it's very challenging to get into the auto industry. But now, according to the Wall Street Journal, the private equity giant is making another foray back into the car business. It's aiming to revive Chrysler Financial, but not for the reasons you might think. It plans to use the financial services company to lend money to mid-sized firms unable to tap into banks and public debt markets. and will also finance leases and loans to car buyers with less than perfect credit. Toyota announced it's going to build hybrids in Europe. According to the AFP, the company will start producing compact hybrid at its plant in France in 2012. No other details about the car were released. The plant currently builds the Yaris and is only running at about 60 percent capacity. China's auto industry has surged ahead over the last few years, and it continues to grow, but it's been the foreign automakers that have benefited the most from the increase in sales. According to Chinese automotive website Gazgu, foreign automakers in China account for about 70% of the profits in the market. Part of the problem is its domestic companies do not have the technology that the imports do. So I guess it's not a surprise that we've heard reports that China is considering forcing foreign automakers to give technology to joint venture partners in order to make them stay in the market. Bloomberg reports that Ford is aiming to simplify its global product lineup. According to the Confederation of British Industry in London, CEO Alan Mulally says the company could slash its portfolio to as few as 20 models. The reason behind this drastic reduction in nameplates, according to Malali, fewer products means that you can focus more attention on quality engineering. The standardization of parts leads to better quality and lower cost. The Fiesta, for instance, is offered in about 10 different configurations around the world, but parts commonality across all of the variants is 65 percent. Coming up next, a look at what's new under the Ford F-150's hood introducing Bridgestone's third generation of run-flat tires with groundbreaking new Bridgestone technologies. Bridgestone run-flat tires offer improved ride comfort, lower rolling resistance, and improved wear while giving you the peace of mind and comfort you need. On the truck side of the market, Ford's powertrains have lagged behind the competition for years. Chrysler's Hemi is a household name. GM's small blocks are as popular as ever. But the blue oval hasn't kept
1: pace in the horsepower war. All of that is about to change, though. Craig Cole reports. Last month, Ford revealed its powertrain lineup for the 2011 F-150, and it's poised to rocket ahead of everyone else. Four new engines will be available, two V6s and two V8s. And when you throw in a standard six-speed automatic transmission, you have the most extensive powertrain overhaul in the truck's history. Let's start with the V6s. The base engine displaces 3.7 liters. It features dual overhead camshafts and aluminum block and heads, twin-independent variable cam timing, and a bunch of other high-tech features. It's so advanced, calling it base is practically misleading.
2: The 3.7 in the truck will be 300 horsepower uh, peak power and 275 foot-pounds of torque at peak torque.
1: Those are extraordinary numbers for an entry-level power plant, but they're even more impressive when you compare them to the base engine in the 2010
2: F-150. It's about 40 more horsepower than the V8 it replaces. You know, the 462 valve that's in the truck last year uh, were probably 45 horsepower higher than the V6.
1: It's interesting how Ford is positioning its lineup of engines. A V6 is the entry-level offering, as you'd expect, but so is the range-topping option. The company is putting its EcoBoost 6 above everything else, even the available V8s. This familiar 3.5-liter engine gets a host of upgrades for truck duty, plus some add-ons for improved performance. It should deliver 365 horsepower, the same as in the Taurus show, but with significantly more torque. How does 420 foot-pounds sound to you?
2: What I get the fortunate ability is, is to have both ends of the bookends, right? We have a V6 entry at 300 horsepower, and then we have the EcoBoost as the premium engine on the other end of that spectrum. Um, so it's, it's just fun being able to be able to do that. And, um, and then we, we couple it with the two V8s we're going to offer. I think we have a very good portfolio to offer the consumer in terms of depending on their needs and their wants. Speaking of V8s,
0: we'll fill you in on the other half of Ford's engine equation later this week with an in-depth look at the other two F-150 power plants accompanying these high-output 6s. And that's a wrap for today's show. Again, I'm Rod Maloney, business editor at WDIV Channel 4 News here in Detroit. Thanks for watching. See you tomorrow.